0: Three,
1: two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Set That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy.
0: Yeah! Let's go!
1: Man, this is the last show of Season 2. Can you believe it? It's so sad but so joyous at the same time but we're not done yet ladies and gentlemen we got a lot of exciting stuff coming including our big show tonight let's get it started let's welcome into the studio fred the juster reyes welcome in my friend
2: this is very sad two years strong thank you everybody who's been following watching if it wasn't for you guys it wouldn't we wouldn't be as motivated but we love you guys and of course we'll probably just see you in a couple of weeks but we'll definitely be seeing you next season thank you once again everyone
1: absolutely indeed let's also welcome into the studio all the way from his friend's house justin
3: <laughs> jesus Herrera. <laughs> Yeah, I did a little sleepover tonight in Washington, D.C., but I would not miss the chance to go against Nick Penn Flanders and Champs or Chumps to save my life, and this game is going to be so exciting. I echo everything that Fred said. Thank you guys for sticking around with us, and we're so looking forward to next season. Big things to come. Love it. Love it. Absolutely, to say the least. Indeed, let's welcome into the studio, Nick.
1: You got Flandered Macaronis.
4: Thank you. Yeah, uh, I was just... Um, that information was... Just, oh, hello. <laughs>
0: what was that? Wow,
4: that's a side of Justin I yeah. never want, want to see.
1: It's uh, season two. Electric it, was,
4: it was just revealed to me Ooh. that I was going to be on uh, Champs or Chumps tonight as a, <laughs> as a consistent <laughs> I because I don't read the the text messages. The production uh, notes. So, uh, I will do, do my best to to uh take down justin and the 49ers actually i didn't know i was just playing around uh yeah all good things must come to an end but that does not mean we are going away we're going to be back next season as they say better than ever new graphics Hell, we may even have new hosts. Who the hell knows? This it's gonna be it's gonna be a great offseason with, with some wonderful additions, maybe by subtraction. Who knows? Wait to find out, and I'm ready to go.
1: All right, sounds good. Well, as they as they slowly alluded to TSS fantasy will change a bit as we go on in this postseason. You'll now. We'll still have the TSS Fantasy Show, but TSS Fantasy YouTube wise is going to be known now as the Fantasy Sports Corporation. The only thing that really means is we're going to be bringing a lot more entertainment to you. We're going to have some other shows involving Dynasty. We're going to be in shows involving golf. It shows involving politics. Shows involving even lawyers. We're going to have all types of stuff on our show. Give you that extra something to come to our so hit that subscribe button and also don't forget we got the super bowl special as well so that's going to be fun also so let's get it started tonight we again we're not done yet it's championship week so we got a lot of stuff to cover and luckily we got an injury expert in the building let's welcome in brian scott Brian Scott from The Injured List. Welcome into the studio, my friend.
5: What's up? I got to get a better video intro for season three. That's what I'm going to Yeah, I, yeah way. It? Absolutely. Absolutely. I yeah, got you... a cool video thing. I don't got a video thing. Well, we need buy those. <laughs> so you got the free version. <laughs> All right. You, never, you know what? I'm good. I'm good then. That was like the MySpace version,
1: I think. So, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome in, my friend. It's playoff time. So I know we got some injuries to talk about particularly of course when Kansas City everyone's really concerned about Pat Mahomes and a high ankle sprain you know we know that's the that's the B. that's not the one you want to get as far as ankle injuries go um so tell us more what's going on with Patrick and what do you think
5: yeah I mean uh I would be concerned too uh although he he has practiced in full uh three days now this week I believe right so um or two days technically they did a walkthrough on Wednesday but says he's feeling pretty good he's not really sure how much he's going to be able to push it until game time which i can understand because you really can't simulate any type of actual gameplay uh during practice in the week um but it sounds like his treatments are going well hopefully whatever it was high ankle sprain or not um it was mild enough that it shouldn't affect his gameplay i do think we won't quite see him be as quick and mobile as he normally is but if anyone's proven that he can probably overcome that um it will be Patrick Mahomes. So, um, you know, the only other thing that you can – I don't know what's going on over there uh, with Herrera, but he's all over the place. He's wasted. He's, he's distracting. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't even focus. My gosh. Um, anyway, <laughs> so uh, who who else? I'll say, so Travis Kelsey, you had mentioned, just popped up with, on the Chiefs injury list too, and uh, only today with some type of back injury – but yet he was able to get through practice all week. So not sure what that is all about. Maybe he just had a little bit of tightness back in his, in his back that kind of cramped up on him or something. So he's going to play. There's no doubt in my mind. How you know Whether or not it's going to really affect him, I don't think so. He's a, a wily vet. Um, he's been doing it for years. And yeah. in, a, in a big game like this, I don't think we're going to see him uh, too affected by it. Um, but the Chiefs do have uh, some other guys that are with injuries and listed as questionable. Nicole Hardman uh, has some type of pelvic injury he's been dealing with. He's listed as questionable. As is uh, Justin Watson was not at practice today because of some kind of illness. So uh, hopefully it's just a quick little stomach bug or something like that, and he'll be fine to go on Sunday. Um, when you look at the uh, excuse me, when you look at the Bengals, um, they don't really have anybody too uh, important. Unless you look at the offensive line, which is players that we don't normally talk about on this show because we're usually talking about fantasy, but they've got two starting offensive linemen that are both going to be out on Sunday. Um, uh, Williams, Jonah Williams, who uh, I think got hurt like week 18 or something. And then um, uh, Alex Kappa, who like dislocated his kneecap against the Ravens a few weeks ago. So big. Big problems there on the line. Hopefully that won't affect Burrow and his ability to drop back. Um, that could play a huge factor in this uh, matchup um, with the Chiefs. So, um, Or I'm sorry. Yeah, with the Chiefs. Um, so, the, you know, something we don't normally talk about, but definitely something to keep an eye on. In the NFC, you've got Christian McCaffrey, who was on the injured list but then got taken off today. So it sounds like he had some type of calf contusion or something. Nothing serious. Uh, he did sit out some of that uh, end of that game and then elijah mitchell came in to re- relieve him and then he ended up having to come out uh, because he had some type of groin injury mccaffrey practice he should be fine um mitchell though uh missed two days of practice this week and then was limited today listed as questionable hopefully they won't need him as much if McCaffrey is healthy so we'll see whether that factors in or not um Debo Samuel was on the injured list. I didn't see him on there anymore, and he wasn't listed as an injury, so he might have just been a rest day for him. Not really sure. Uh, I know he's been dealing with stuff on and off throughout the season, so um, not really a surprise, I guess. And then, you know, I- I'm doing a, a working on an episode that I'm putting out hopefully tomorrow. If not, I'll definitely have it out by Sunday morning. But I, I got together with Quarter Four Io, who we may know, one of the sponsors and partners with us here at Belly Up. And I, I did some stuff with their um, website where they have player effects and in player injury effects. And it it brought to light some really interesting numbers and statistics. And I was able to kind of correlate that with some other statistics on some of the other uh, NFL websites where they track injuries. And there's been some very glaring uh, differences when you look at the top tier teams this year and the teams that didn't even make the playoffs. And the, the teams that are in these conference championships, there's two that really stand out and one of them is the eagles and i'm not going to go into too much detail but one thing that'll kind of be interesting is they have no active roster players currently on their injury report which is mm. amazing heading into a, the nfc championship game i mean that's like mm. unheard of and when you look at the when you actually look at the numbers over the season it's even more spectacular the fact that they have avoided major injuries for almost the entire season and that's that's one reason for their big success this year, uh, which may carry them into the Super Bowl. We'll have to see.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, make sure you go check out Quarterly Four. We they do um, work, um, you know, with the with us at the Belly Up Network. So make sure you go check them out. Got great software, um, great analytics stuff. I know Brad had a good show with them as well. So make sure you go check them out. Um, Brian, my friend, I wanted to say thank you for your contributions to TSS Fantasy for season number two. Hopefully, we'll have you back more in season three um and we got some good stuff coming up as well um so i wanted to say thank you and appreciate your efforts my friend
5: yeah it's been my pleasure and i'll be trying to incorporate the quarter four io data and statistics stuff uh as we go forward next year and into my podcast too because it kind of just lends a little bit more credence to some of the 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 predicaments or the predictions i'm giving and some of the um injury analysis i'm breaking down so uh, Just so you guys know, I'm not blowing smoke. I'm actually using (laughs) some statistical data behind some of the things I I bring to light. So thanks, guys, for having me on. It's been a lot of fun, and I look forward to uh, talking again. And uh, it should be an exciting football weekend this weekend.
1: Absolutely. We appreciate you. And, Brian, I would never accuse you of that. Blowing smoke. (laughs) That's all for the host. All right. Let's get Brian out of here. We appreciate you. Let's hear from our boys at Pro-Am. Listen, if you guys are looking for some bling for your fantasy gold this year, check out our boys at program got some great belts and all kind of different stuff we'll check them out brian once again thank you thank you much my friend my pleasure take care guys Yeah, I couldn't remember the promo code. Thank God I put it on the thing. It's hit 10 off. Gets you 10% off. Can you believe it? All right. So look at the new view we have of Justin before we were much better before. If you thought you were blowing him, guess what? It gets even better as we go along in the night, apparently. But tonight, ladies and gentlemen, it's champs or chumps night. We didn't want guests in the building for our last show. Luckily, we were blessed to have two representatives right in-house tonight. And, of course, we got our judge tonight as well. Let's get it started. It's champs or chumps night. Let's get it on.
0: Uh, Let's get ready to rumble.
1: Thick? Do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but yeah. I'm like, I'm in full force, like. (laughs) And only because Caleb looks like he's in Grandma's kitchen. I'm gonna give this one to Mike. So Caleb,
3: for just right now. Hey man, just want to let you know that sometimes you gotta shut the fuck up. Jason, that's not how you treat guests, bro. (laughs) Hey.
1: It's Judge Jordan in tonight. Welcome in. He's here to judge the champs or chumps. Welcome into the studio, my friend.
6: What's up, everybody? And uh probably no better representative than a cowboy fan to judge this matchup between the Eagles and the 49ers. So let's that's get it. Is one,
1: that great, is one that just, is the that is the truest just, statement great. we've heard all night. All right, let's get things started. We're going to start as you know with the champ round. We're going to start with a QB position. Nick, you're at home, so let's start with you. Let's hear the champ argument for Jalen Hurts this coming up weekend. Uh,
4: he's playing Brock Purdy. So, I think I think that's all I need. However, however, uh <laughs> hey, don't don't start with me. Uh right right now Jalen Jalen Hurts He's got over a thousand yards uh, r- rushing this year. He's got twenty-two rushing yard touchdowns. Uh, he's he's thrown he's thrown for t- twenty-two touchdowns. I mean, what what else do you, do you need? the The offense stinks when whenever, whenever he is not in there. He runs the show. He sets the ta- table as as far as the the Eagles' offense rolls. And again, he runs the ball. The Eagle, uh, the 49ers defense, they've lost three games this year. Every game they've lost, they played a running quarterback. They cannot win against running quarterbacks.
1: Says cannot, he says. Wow. That's a big statement. Cannot, will not, will not. That's a big statement. Justin, what say you? How about Big Cock Brock? Why is he going to be a champ this coming up Sunday?
3: I love the interception. I love that that stuck. Big cock Brock. So this man has been doing stuff that no rookie has done, right? You know, let's face it. Rookies, everybody, the whole thing was, rookies can't lead a team to a Super Bowl. Well, why can't they? Brock already broke the touchdown record for a playoff rookie. He's been the only rookie to ever do two games straight with 200 yards and no interceptions, no turnovers, period. So why can't he do He's more consistent than Jimmy Garoppolo. He's bolder of a thrower than Jimmy Garoppolo. He's always looking downfield. He's reading the entire field. Jalen Hurts on the other side, magnificent season. But really, who has he played? I mean, he played the Giants last week. The Giants. We played the Cowboys. That was more of a test of what you're going to see on Sunday than what the Giants are presenting to the Eagles. I mean, the Giants. They had – there were – I mean, the Giants were D-plus on every single offensive weapon. The 49ers are A-plus on every single offensive weapon. But so let's see what happens.
1: Well, is it A-plus for Justin, Jordan? What say you, my friend?
3: So, I mean, you guys
6: all know that I'm all about Big Cock Brock. Day one uh, writer on the uh, Big Cock Brock trade. But, I mean, we're talking about Jalen Hurts, the Philadelphia Eagles, Arguably the league MVP this year, he probably won't win it. Round one, as much as I hate it, it goes to Flanders. <laughs>
1: Flanders taking strong round one. Let's Four go Niners to run... have the
4: easiest schedule in the NFL this year.
1: Let's go to round number two, the chump argument. We're going to go to the running game. Justin, we'll go to you. Let's hear about the Eagles running game while there will be chumps against the Niners this coming up weekend.
3: Well, first off, whenever Jalen Hurts in the running game, whenever Miles Sanders has been held under 60 yards, Jalen Hurts has a tough day. So I'm going to say this real quick. The 49ers have only allowed two teams to allow to rush for over 100 yards on them. Two teams. That was Atlanta right before we got Christian McCaffrey and started this dominant run, and that was Washington. And, you know, what? at the end of the day, I look at this rush defense. It's been stout all year long. It's shut down great runners. Why wouldn't we shut down Miles Sanders? Miles Sanders is nothing special. And once you shut him down, that's the key to shutting down Jalen Hurts because then you start to make him nervous. So I don't care if it's Miles Sanders, Kenny Gainwell, Boston freaking Scott. There is no way the Eagles run game is getting past that middle, that interior line that the 49ers have built. Nick,
1: are you nervous in the service? Let's hear about the running game for the 49ers. Why are they gonna be chumps this Sunday?
4: Well, we said it off, off the uh, intro. They got two injured running backs coming coming into the championship game. Uh also, the the Eagles offense uh defensive line. They are run stuffers, all right. They they've only allowed uh, only allowed 108 yards per per rushing game this this year. It's a little more than San Francisco. However, uh, the Eagles are are here, and and uh, the the Eagles uh, defensive line has got 70 sacks. So so that means they're bringing in pressure, and they they also don't need to to bring all other guys to stuff the run like
1: the 49ers do. All right, Judge, let's say you. Who wins round number two?
6: I mean, all those uh, little backs in Philadelphia, they're nice. But if you roll them all together into one and add Jalen Hurts' running ability, it's still less than Christian McCaffrey. And uh, Flanders, uh, you definitely lost that one. Give me the 49ers and Jesus Herrera on that
1: one. It's 1-1, mano y mano. Nick, we're going back to you for the champ argument. We're gonna talk about the stealthy, nasty receivers on both these teams. Let's talk about yours, though. Let's talk about the Eagles' receiving core. Why are they going to be champs? this coming up Sunday because,
4: because the 49ers' uh, defense beyond the front seven is not good. Uh, they would have they they don't score that m- They they don't have that many picks. They let up t- touchdowns in the in in the air, and they got. A.J. Yep. Brown this this week. A.J. Brown set career highs in in receiving yards and uh, touchdowns on vertical routes. This is where uh, the Eagles are are going to set their mark. And if and if you stop A.J. Brown, you got Devonta Smith on on their side, and you're going up against two, not one, but two thousand yard receivers this this year. I don't see how you're going to stop the aerial attack of the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Give me the root. Give me the root. Justin, let's say you, my friend. What about the stealthy, nasty receiving core of this
3: 49ers offense? Why are they going to be champs? Uh, well, I think they actually mirror the Eagles really well because you got Brandon Ayuk, who's the elite route runner, just like uh, Devontae Smith is. You've got Debo Samuel, who is that breakaway guy who you do not want to have in the middle of the field, just like A.J. Brown. But the one guy that they don't have in Philly is that third guy. Quez Watkins has been off and on. He's looked good in blowout games. He's looked terrible in regular games. Jawan Jennings has the nickname third for a reason. And that's because he is a game changer at the line. He gets elite separation. And when you're putting a third, a Corner on a guy who was a little bit faster could probably be a number one. You're really taking a big risk. Not to mention, Shanahan has this offense schemed up so well that everybody's like, well, Brock, it's a wide open guys. So why do you think they're wide open? Because the scheme allows them to be open. Because at the root of it, Nick Sirianni's talent, Shanahan is going off a big brain. So I think at the end of the got talent and big brain, you're going to find a way to get these wide receivers open even if they're playing against elite cornerbacks in Bradbury and in Slay.
1: Justin tying in a coach argument there as well, Judge. What do you say? Who wins round number three?
6: Well, for the half of argument that I heard from Justin, it was pretty solid. <laughs> but I'm 100%. I mean, look, if the Eagles got one thing going for them, it's that wide receiver core. So, so give me uh, A.J. Brown, give me Devontae. I'm going with Flanders, and I'm feeling pretty gross about it.
1: Flanders <laughs> up 2-1. Justin, a little spotty with the internet, apparently. Let's go to round number four. We're going to go chumps, and we're going to talk about defense. Why is this Eagles defense, Justin, going to be a chump coming up this Sunday?
3: Well, it, it's easy because at the end of the day, when they're pressed, they have lost. They were pressed in Washington. These are teams that were not that great and that the 49ers scraped off the ground. Let's face it here. The Eagles have been really informed. They've looked great out there, but 70 sacks only tells you know, that you're good at pass. How about the fact that, you know, they allowed nine carries for 61 yards last night to Saquon Barkley. That tells me that the Giants gave up Game way too soon because that's almost six yards of carry. I'm gonna say this this Eagles defense, it's a little bit too you know, talked about a little bit too hyped. I think when it all comes but the 49ers are going to go in there, they're gonna go in there and do what they do best. They're gonna run the all down these guys' throats and they're gonna do what they did to Dallas. They're gonna wear them down because this team is built a lot like Dallas, they're built to be like this big but when they get hit in the mouth, back down like a little bit.
1: Ooh, a little
3: smack talk. Nick, what say you?
1: At least we got the bitch out of that. What say you for round <laughs> number four? What's why is this uh e- or excuse me, Niners defense gonna be chumps this weekend?
4: Uh simply because the uh last week when Dallas played the 49ers, they dropped two easy picks could have ran him in for touchdowns Philly will catch those and then run the back and score defensive points Justin um it's funny you know what judge is shaking his head I'm watching the Penn State Iowa wrestling match right now and who's on and who's on the sidelines Micah Parsons why because he's home because his ass lost anyway so uh yes the Eagles got 70 sacks this year correct right Number one in the league. They did it with four rushers. They don't blitz that much. And off those 70 sacks, okay, they're first in third down sacks with 32. So which means every time that the offense is trying to advance the ball to get a first down, they get stuffed. And as far as those interceptions goes, uh, the, the Eagles are second in the league in third down interceptions with eight. So that means every time... They're trying the offense is trying to advance the ball, trying to get that first down. They screw it up. So that's because the Eagles pressure and and they're, they're elite D-backs. And we're gonna get back uh uh Devontae Maddox this week.
1: So I think you've made this round pretty easy for the judge since you've made zero argument against the 49ers d being chumps. Judge, what say you? <laughs>
6: A <laughs> couple quick things here, a couple quick notes. Uh, Flanders, Dallas has led the league in takeaways for two consecutive years. Uh, Philadelphia most certainly hasn't, so good luck catching those uh, balls. And the Well, at least we're going to
4: leave- catch another Super Bowl trophy <laughs> while y'all ask is at home.
6: Well, we'll see about that in round five, but uh, the one thing I did really <laughs> agree with you on is the Eagles definitely are full of elite D-bags, 100% round to Herrera
1: (laughs) it's all tied up two two we're going to the money round nick let's go to you give us the case why are the eagles gonna be champs coming up this weekend
4: uh number one we are at home number two uh we have i believe we have a better defense than dallas does and san francisco only muffed 19 points against the against the the Cowboys last we've averaged uh, 26 points the last four four games. San Francisco, uh, if it gets beyond 24 points, San Francisco has a difficult time keeping up with the other team's offense. Again, we have too much. We have too much gas for you guys to handle. Uh, You'll hang with us until the middle of the third quarter, and I'm predicting the final score of Birds 31, Niners 14.
1: Ooh, a little smack (laughs) now Nick is calling for Justin. Here it is. Get it in while it's not choppy. Why are the 49ers going to be
3: champs coming up this weekend? Well, like I said, everybody wants to be the pit bull. But when they meet the pit bull, which is the 49ers, they crumble. That's what happened with Dallas. Dallas got wore down. They came out and they said, oh, we're going to hit them in the face. And guess what? The Niners started going, body shot, body shot, body shot. And then at the end of the time, the Cowboys were gassed out. There wasn't let anything left. That's what's going to happen with the Eagles. The Eagles want to put themselves on this high pedestal like they're that much better than Dallas. They ain't that much better than Dallas. And guess what? We're going to show you how much you deserve to be in that second tier in that NFC race. How much you need Jalen Hurts for the next 30 years because guess what, son? We are taking it on Sunday and we are going to fucking be going to the Super Bowl to play whoever the hell it is. Let's go, baby.
1: All right. Searching for a close at the end. What do you say, Judge? Who wins the final champs or chumps for this year? I didn't even take it up the butt. That's about it.
4: One note for
6: Mr. Flanders. Uh, two of those four games where the Eagles balled out was against the Giants, who Justin already told you sucked. Uh, man, I, I really thought Justin was gonna mess this one up. He was he was fumbling that ball like George Kittle against Dallas, but just like Kittle, he brought it in to the victor, Justin Jesus Herrera. 49ers are gonna win this game i don't know if it'll be a route but uh that that score 100 percent completely lost you that round Flanders.
1: wow went for the money shot and got shot down congratulations justin you are tonight's winner And Nick, of course, you know. Well, Thank you. Play kind of, kind of, I- so you get nothing. You
2: lose. Good day, sir.
1: Good day, sir, indeed. Now, with that, Justin is going to head out. Justin, before you head out tonight, I just wanted to say... Thank you for all your contributions to TSS. A lot of people don't really know, but a lot of this stuff, um, you know, when you're doing it, it's not just sitting here. A lot of stuff, the back, you know, getting guests, a lot of back work and stuff. Justin, all of all of us do, but since Justin's leaving, just want to give him a big shout out and say thank you for your contributions this year, my friend.
3: Hey, thanks for having me on. Thanks for you know, crew. It's been super fun. I'm um, looking forward to doing this with you guys for the next 10 years.
1: Absolutely. All right. Well, we had them Not out for
3: free. I hope
1: there <laughs> we go. All right. We're going to head out with our Super Bowl commercial. We get, don't forget, we got that Super Bowl special coming up. You won't want to hit the subscribe button because if you do and you make a comment while it's on, just give us your prediction for the game. You get you're eligible to win a sign. Jonathan Taylor jersey so make sure you check that out don't forget justin thank you again my friend i'm sure we'll see you in fantasy jesus
3: at the super bowl yes sir
1: the hell was that <laughs>
6: that was awesome is what it's, that in, was. it's
1: in my video editor and i just i don't know why i just always saw it and i never found a, a good applicable time for it until that commercial for some reason i was like let me just pop that in there mary jane saw it she said it was actually from some spanish radio show or something so i was like oh i definitely got to check that whatever that's from. all right well let's go on let's get excited because we got some picks to make real quick let's brought to you by underdog fantasy let's take a look at this week's conference championship matchups
0: you could ask yourself a question do i feel lucky well do you punk
1: all right, let's take a look at last week. There wasn't a lot of change because everyone went three and one. So, not much really to change on the big score for the playoffs. Our our boys Fred, Greg, and Jesus are eight and two. I'm seven and three, and Nick is six and four. So let's get to our picks. We'll start with the first one the 49ers against the Eagles. Just had our big champs or chumps on it. 49ers lead the overall series. 2014 and one. The last time they played was in September of 2021. San Francisco won 17 to 11. Uh, 49ers lead the playoff series, they only played one time, and the 49ers won one zero. That was in the 1996 NFC wild card, bringing it back old school, and they won 14 to nothing, believe it or not. The um, Philly actually is favored in this matchup by two and a half. And the over-under is 45-and-a-half. Fred, you've been sitting back there waiting to say something. Let's go to you first. Who's going to win this matchup? I think it's going to be
2: the 49ers. I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl to play the Chiefs. Oh, wait, 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 We'll say that for a minute. But uh, <laughs> I think I think it's going to be the 49ers. Uh, I believe defense wins championships. They've got a great defense. Uh, Brock, Party, blah, blah, Brock Purdy is playing amazing. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is just killing it running the ball. And the receivers are doing great. I, I just don't see I mean, I, I don't get me wrong, the Eagles are a great team. Jalen Hurts is great and they have a great offense. But I don't I think defense is gonna going to decide to win the game.
1: All right. Well, I already know what Nick thinks. But Judge Jordan, well, you already kinda indicated you think the forty nine is gonna win. Tell us why.
6: So all due respect to the Eagles, man, they've been the best team in the NFL all season, and I feel like that that's saying something coming from me. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they have the best offense, or, or the better offense. I think they have the better quarterback, but at the end of the day, Shanahan has been here multiple times. This 49ers team has been here multiple times. The Siegel team's new to the party, and while I do think they have a lot of talent, I just think there's too many weapons on that 49er defense. I think it's a close game. I think Jalen Hurts plays an incredible game, and I think it'll be, you know, the one-two matchup we all wanted. I just think San Francisco has just enough for Philadelphia to overcome.
1: Well, I am going to hit that Philadelphia train because I don't want to sleep on the couch tonight, but I also do agree. I think the Eagles are going to win this matchup. I think Brock Purdy got a little rocked last week um, with that Dallas defense. Like this, this Eagles defense is just as good, if not better. Um, I think they're going to make some turnovers happen, and that's going to be the ultimate da- downfall for the Niners in that particular matchup.
4: I want to know why the Cowboy fan is wearing a Lions shirt. That's, that's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs>
6: hey, hey, it's the same reason I got the Elway football and the Oilers jersey. Man, I'm a football fan. I got just about something from every team other than your sorry ass Eagles.
1: Uh, oh, all right. No, Mike quick jersey hurt. We have right.
6: more,
4: Mike. We have more pl- playoff wins in the last 20 years. Uh, here, we uh, all right. <laughs> oh, here we go. We have- <laughs> Jalen Hurts was born, went to all three levels of school before you guys want a playoff game, so I don't want to you, hear it. Hey man, just want to let you know that sometimes you gotta shut the fuck up. You gotta shut the fuck up. And this
3: current time is just one of those times you gotta shut the fuck up. I don't think
0: you're a bad person. I just don't want to hear you talking anymore. You gotta shut the
1: fuck up. We brought it back. We brought it back. How to bring it back? How to bring it Where back for the man? Had to bring it back for tonight. All right, let's get on to the AFC matchup. Bengals lead the series 18-14. to Last time they played, you know, this year, um, Bengals won in overtime, 27-24. to Chiefs got up on them. I don't know if you remember this game, but uh, Bengals had to come storming back into the matchup. uh, Chiefs end up kicking a field goal um, to tie it up uh, towards the end of regulation. And then Joe Burrow towards the, or excuse me, the Bengals defense caused a costly turnover in overtime, which gave the Bengals... Good field position and cut the field goal to win 27 24. Bengals lead in the playoffs 1 0. Um, and Pat Mahal, excuse me, I already said all that. KC is actually favored one and a, by one and a half, and the over under is 48 and a half. Let's go to Nick on this matchup. What say you, my friend, who wins the AFC conference championship?
4: Uh, I'm gonna go with the bungholes on this one just because of the fact that, um, uh, Patrick Mahomes and that ankle, yeah, yeah, he came back, and uh, he, you know, every, everyone's looking at him was like, ooh, he walked up to the podium without a limp. So, so we're gonna see how well he does against against that um, Cincinnati defense. Plus, that on on offense, they just got too many weapons. I mean, they they got they got three stout receivers. Just what you think you got on bo- bottled up, you got you got Hayden Hurst com- coming in. And then you got Irwin; uh, they're tough. And then, and then you got the run game between Mixon and uh, P. Ryan, and they're even saying that, that they're even going to Burrowhead this week. Uh, I just, you know, <laughs> um, Burrow, man, he's the past four, se- uh, three seasons, uh, the one at LSU and the past two in the NFL. He's been making a big name for himself. Uh, I think he just keeps keeps the train rolling. Uh, but it would be cool though to see. Uh, uh, Andy and the boys take take on the birds in the Super Bowl with uh, with uh, Andy Bowl, but that but I'm gonna go with uh, the I'm gonna go with the bung on this one.
1: Fred, who are you liking this matchup?
2: I gotta go to uh, my boy Patrick Mahomes. I've been riding with them all year. I gotta keep on going. I Can't stop now. Uh, they're gonna win the Super Bowl, I believe. So. Uh, listen, man. When you know, not only is Patrick Munoz a great, you know, quarterback, and you know they, they got Kelsey. I mean, that man has some, 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 some heart to come back after that leg injury and keep playing in that second half. It shows that he really, really, really wants to win. And, and you know, and and didn't even take no time off. I think of was one little series. So listen, man. I, I'm gonna go with I think is the best quarterback in the league, the best tight end in the league. I'm going with Kansas City. All
1: right. One. Let's go to Judge Jordan. Who do you think wins this matchup?
6: Started the playoffs. I predicted the 49ers and the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm not moving off of that. I think Joe Burrow is ready to ascend and be in that argument for best player in the National Football League. I think Cincinnati wins this game. I think Cincinnati's your Super Bowl champion. Give me Joe Burrow.
1: I don't think they're the Super Bowl champion, but I do think in the AFC they will be the representatives. Um, I, you know, again, they're getting on, they got that special feel to them. Joe Burrow, again, there's something about those types of players that can slow the moment down and can see things um, clearly down the field. Like We saw a little bit, a bit of that last week when he made that one little, almost like, pass to Jamar Chase um, it was almost kind of even a jump pass but he got past the line wide open because he could see those things because the game is slowed down for him I like Joe Burrow and there I think the biggest thing for them in this matchup is their defense we compare these two defenses although Casey does tend to play well in the playoffs Uh, Bengals have just been playing all around better all season long that's the difference that's the big difference maker in this matchup I like the Bengals but we shall see and let's get on to some fantasy feud. isn't it fantasy feud time oh my god I think I didn't even put it up here all right guys listen fantasy feud tonight all right right before we do DFS we got one little one little last fantasy feud I thought it was about time we get Fred up in the mix. So we're gonna have Jordan take on Fred. I guess I guess he didn't I That's guess he awesome. didn't see I guess he didn't see the text message neither. And you know what? I think to be fair, because you know I'm the Vince McMahon style, let's do it. Jordan's gonna put that title on the line tonight for Fantasy Feud to close it out. Let's get it on. Brad
4: Uh Justin Jefferson
1: Justin Jefferson, it's gonna be a long game. (laughs) So a statistic I thought was funny going into the playoffs is that I think it was 30. There's been 30 receiving touchdowns overall, and almost half of them have been by tight ends. Crazy enough. So go to I mean Cameron, I went and looked at it. Cameron break. Dillinger, they almost a uh, Noah fan. Look at all Gasecki. There was so many tight ends that put up some points. So we're going to stay with playoffs. I want to get you guys involved in some playoff numbers. Playoffs. playoffs going to throw you off a little bit tonight. So here's your top five answers on the board. Here is your question. Right now in the playoffs, I'm looking for the top five QB passer ratings. Joe Jordan. Go ahead, Jordan. Uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Money Cool Burrow. It's not. There's not a lot of light out here. I had to look like oh. this. It's, <laughs> did you say Joe Montana, by the way, Freddie? Yeah, you said the quarterback, right? <laughs> this I hit year. A question oh, This year. year. Oh, why yeah. you didn't say that? It's Joe. I did. It's Joe Montana. All right. Who else? You got another guess? Patrick Mahomes, man. Pat Money Mahomes. <laughs> All right. He's your number two guy at a 112.5. All right. Who else you got?
0: Oh,
2: let's go with Josh Allen. Josh Allen. <laughs> oh, I know. Trevor Lawrence.
1: Trevor Lawrence. My bad. I meant to hit the, to hit the two. That's two strikes. No, uh, no. Trevor Lawrence on the list neither.
2: I thought he would have been there
1: 100%. Uh, let's go with.
2: Oh, 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 oh. Daniel Jones.
1: Mr. Jones and me
3: wrong i have never heard someone say so many wrong things one after the other consecutively in a row that was wow. scored seven
4: points
1: how old wow. do you think? i the mean there's, there's only what i mean how many playoff teams are there you know <laughs> what i mean like i'm like <laughs> you, you got one that was it pat mahomes jordan going to the champ gonna be a layup i think for the champ a lot of meat on the bone here Looking for top passer ratings. All we have is number two with Pat Mahomes. Who else you got? It's got to be
6: Jalen Hurts.
1: Jalen Hurts. Fred making it easy for Jordan to retain. Jalen Hurts is number three, 112.2. Number one on the list, Kurt Cousins. He was 112.9. Brock Purdy, number four, 109.9. Dak Prescott comes in at number five with 101.5. If you don't know, now you know. Let's go to round number two. Let's see if Fred can get on the board here. Again, this year's playoffs, make sure everyone hears that correctly. (laughs) Joe Montana. (laughs) Joe Montana. We're going to go to the running back position. I'm looking for Rush Yards. Give me the top five Rush Yard leaders this year in the playoffs. Joe Mixon. Joe Money Mixon. Joe Mixon is number three on this list with 144. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Number four on the list with 114.
6: Travis Etienne.
1: Travis Etienne. He's actually number one on the list. 171 yards. Impressive.
6: Christian McCaffrey.
1: Christian McCaffrey. He's number two. 154. You going you're missing number five.
6: Tony Pollard.
1: Tony Pollard.
6: Ah! Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook.
1: Isaiah Pacheco Isaiah
0: Pacheco <laughs> Oh no
1: Fred can you steal it from the champ Eckler Austin Eckler Believe it or not number 5 on this list Kenneth Gainwell with 112. If you don't know, now you know. All right, let's go to the receiving category. And Fred, you're down 2 0 to the chance here. You're really like a little Mac at this point. Got to get it, got to get something (laughs) in here. All right, we're going to the receivers. We're going top five answers on the board. I'm looking for the top five receiving yard leaders in this year's playoffs.
2: Stefan Diggs.
1: Stefan Diggs. Fred jumping in on that one. Stefan Diggs, number four on this list with 149. Who else you got?
2: Or Justin Jefferson.
1: Justin Jefferson. Mm. CD, Lamb. CD Lamb. CD Lamb. C.D. Lamb, number one on the list, 185.
2: Uh, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. AJ Brown.
1: AJ Brown. Stop it. Get some help. Ooh, Jordan might make this a clean sweep. There's a lot of meat here. What say you on this one? Can you give me one on the list? Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. (laughs) Can't believe Fred actually got around. Debo, Sam- at that. Debo Samuel is number two on the list, 178. Zay Jones is number Zay three John. with 157. And Gabe Davis came in at number five with 147, believe it or not. Let's go to round number. It's 2-1. I can't even believe it. Let's go to round number four. I want to throw you off here a little bit, but I'm looking for point leaders. I'm looking for the point leaders right now in this year's playoffs.
2: Well, it has to be Joe Burrow. He played two games already. Joe Burrow.
1: <laughs> now, this isn't fantasy points. This is how like you, how they score in points in the NFL when you see point leaders. Who is, Who, is Who is that normally? You should give him another chance. All right, go ahead. Get back in there if you got another guess. That's fine. But if Jordan's got one, let him go, too. You got another guest since you're you're all booing and shit. Okay,
2: okay, 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 okay.
1: Point leaders.
2: Shit. Let's go with uh let's go with uh uh Christian McCaffrey.
4: <laughs>
1: Wrong position.
4: Uh,
6: all right, let's 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 do it. Uh uh McPherson.
1: Evan McPherson. Hey. Point leaders, really. friends. It's always usually the kickers. All right, you God. got it. Evan McPherson, number four. Who else you got?
6: Really did not want to take this category. Harrison
1: Butker. Harrison Butker. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, God, who else you got? A little windy over here. God,
6: I don't even know about no five kickers. Uh, <laughs> uh Myers.
1: Myers. <laughs> there, this is the playoffs.
6: Playoffs.
1: Whoever the hell the Eagles
6: kicker is, uh, I, I, I I know it's not my boy from Dallas for sure. Um,
4: <laughs> if, we're, if we're counting misses, he'd win.
1: It's uh, Jake uh, Elliott is the kicker for the uh, Eagles if that's where you'd Jake Elliott,
0: let's run Jake it. Jake Elliott.
1: <laughs> Fred, you got a chance to steal it. <clears throat> you got a, you got a point leader. Robbie
2: Gould from San Francisco.
0: Robbie Gould.
1: I can't even believe it. It's 2-2. Two, two. Robbie yeah, that's
0: last week.
1: Robbie goes number one on this list with 28 points. Number two, Dalton Schultz. He's had three touchdowns. He has 18 points. Tyler Bass is number three with 14. Evan McPherson was four. And Riley Patterson, kicker from the uh, Jaguars, was number five with 13 as well. All right. Well, it's round five, and we got to... Got to Fred. I can't even believe. It. Like, do you know what to say right now, Fred? It's we're going into round number five, and this is your wheelhouse too. We're going and talking about defenses still in the playoffs, so. And I'm looking for which defenses has held their teams, and this is top five answers. If I didn't say that, have held the teams with the least average rush yards. Ooh,
2: rush yards. Rush yards. Let's me see. I'm still going to go with the 49ers defense. I'm sticking with them. The 49ers. Ah! Bueno, no bueno.
1: Jordan?
6: Uh, The Philadelphia Eagles. The
1: Eagles. Ah! Oh, 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 boy. This is going to get interesting now. All right, Fred, what you got? All right, man.
2: The Giants defense. The New York Giants. Really they held Dalvin Cook to shit. Really? Did Jordan? you not
6: watch the Philadelphia game? Uh no. Dallas Cowboys.
4: The- <laughs> Cowboys. This is gonna be a long game.
6: <laughs> hey, there's only so many players. Buffalo games. Bills. Playoff the
0: Buffalo Bills.
1: Wow. Is it is the is the unprobable about to happen? Fred, you got control. The Bills are number five on the list, 85.5. Who else you got? I'm going with the Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals. Isn't
2: that one strike?
1: Yeah, bro. You guys went back and you know when you guys go back and forth, I count that as one. We're like, all right, that's at least one. All right. So you got two strikes. You got a lot of meat on this bone. Who else you got?
2: All right, man. Let's 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 think about this here. Let's think about this here. Let's go with the Jaguars.
1: The mighty mighty Jaguars.
0: <laughs> no!
1: Man, Jordan. Uh, wow. Is that, that isn't yeah, that's it's it's three strikes. Jordan, my friend. <laughs> a lot Who do we here.
6: have on the board? <laughs>
1: A lot of meat here. I I can't even say because I'm giving away answers if I start saying.
6: No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, who did Fred get right? Oh, write? sorry.
1: sorry. Uh, the Bills at number five. That was the only thing we got. 85.5. that's all you what? got was the 5th
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah!
2: You like my bowling shirt? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am I'm going- Googling it.
6: I'm gonna guess. He has a. What are you looking at? I'm looking at my. I I, I got it <laughs> written down. Uh,
1: For the title,
6: the Los Angeles Chargers.
1: The L.A. Chargers. That was a lot more exciting than I thought it was going to be. The LA Chargers, 67. They were number four in the list. Number three, Minnesota Vikings, 61. Number two, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 52. And number one, America's team, the Miami Dolphins. At least they got something they're number one in. You know, I was. Like, that's why that year. was
6: the finale of this. <laughs> exactly.
1: Got to get the America team out there. Absolutely. All right, well, we still got some energy up. Let's get our wrestling gear on, gentlemen, because it's time for some ultimate DFS lineups. I don't know what was going on there. All right, let's go on to our ultimate DFS lineups. Let's go, Fred. You're all fired up. Let's go to you first. Talk about your lineup. Uh, Patrick Mahomes,
2: I, you know, I've been all year going to the Mahomes-Kelsey combo. That's where I spent most of my money. Uh, I, That that was more than about a quarter of where I spent the money. Uh, T. Higgins, uh, I think they're going to uh, guard Jamar Chase. So I think Higgins is going to be the beneficiary for that. Deebo Samuel is the man. <laughs> Over there on the 49 ers side. So I'll go with him. I like the way Isaiah Pacheco played that last game. He really stepped up when uh, Mahomes went out. So um, that's why I took him. Brandon Ayuk, as you said, he is a, like what well, you said during the game earlier, he is that route runner that you're really going to need to beat that Eagles defense. And I had a little bit, couple of dollars left over. So I took Miles Sanders. Now I picked George Kittle because I, 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 when I was looking at everything, I said, "Damn well, who does Purdy go to? Let's go with Kittle. He's a great value at fifty two hundred. With him and with him and Kelsey, I, I should be if I, DFS wise, I should be able to take it home."
1: Yeah, no, um, absolutely. I like the lineup. I mean, again, with two games, um, you know, again, you're just kind of playing matchups. But this is a nice little combo. I like Nick. What say you? What's your ultimate DFS lineup?
4: Okay, so uh, I took Joe Burrow. I think uh, he's going up against a weaker defense in the Kansas City Chiefs. They, they give up a lot of passing yards. Uh, so I also took his two tag team partners. I took Joe Mixon at 6,500. I think he's going to have a big day on the ground. And, again, I, I, I'm i going to go with uh, Freddie's analysis with uh, regarding Jamar Chase uh, it, because I took them both. I took T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. I don't know who the hell I picked. I'm just w- winging it. So then we go in the ba- backfield. Uh, Jarek McKinnon does – he's been playing outstanding lights out this past six weeks. He's been phenomenal. And so I'm going to go with the deep man, the basically the hu- human refrigerator run down the field. I'm going to go with A.J. Brown. He's going to have a lot more than 22 yards this week. As opposed to last week, uh, I took Gall- Dallas Goddard because he's going to have a lot, a lot of passes underneath. I took the Birds defense because again, I think they're going to handle the 49ers offense, and I got Brandon Ayuk. Uh, he might do a little something, something. Uh, down there. So, so I will take Britain. I I had forty four hundred bucks left. Thank so, thanks you for
1: a- your fucking wonderful analysis, Nick. All right, let's go to Jordan.
4: <laughs> I don't DFS. like DFS. Get uh, a you know. little salt
1: and something. something.
4: I don't like DFS. Jordan, what's your ultimate DFS lineup?
6: So I set my lineup like the best pay-per-view of the year. So to start off, you got your curtain jerkers, you got your jobbers. Samad, JP, Ryan, (laughs) Jarek McKinnon, nothing sexy, but they're (laughs) going to get the job done. Threw in Kadarius, Tony, why the hell not? And then I went with the tag team, the best tag team left. Give me Joe Burrow, give me Jamar Chase. Then I needed a couple of dogs to kind of fill out my lineup. A.J. Brown's the best wide receiver outside of Jamar Chase left in these playoffs. Travis Kelsey's better than both of those dudes, so of course he was my tight end. I think Brandon Ayuk is the guy that gets the job done against Philadelphia, not Debo Samuel. And the best defense left in these playoffs is the 49ers, but I couldn't afford them, so I went with the Eagles.
1: <laughs> I like the logic. To say the least, you know, it's funny you brought up the wrestling. I was gonna say Fred, I was gonna joke before a fancy feud and say Fred was like a destined to be in the mid card, but after tonight, my friend, you have pulled up to the main event. That was awesome. All right, let's go to my ultimate DFS lineup. It kind of, I mean, again, we're going with two um games, so they're all kind of gonna look the same. I like Joe Mixon, I like all the Bengals. I mean, I think if you can get any Bengals, the Chiefs defense is just notoriously bad so get the Bengals as much as you can i put the Bengals d actually because i do believe that pat mahomes might be a little hobbled and then this defense starts coming after him he's gonna start making uh, mistakes i mean like i just said he are he made the biggest mistake in overtime against this team earlier this year Is not to say he's not going to do it again we talked about the receivers jamar debo enough devonta smith though was my guy with the eagles he's kind of stepped up a little bit more with aj brown so i like that i Unfortunately, I did before Brian Scott came on. I put in Eli Mitchell um, again, thinking maybe with Christian McCaffrey a little hobbled as well, maybe they lean with Eli a little bit more. I think he's a good value regardless of 4,900. And I had to get two tight ends there. I just brought that up about how the tight end position has been wonderful in the playoffs, especially for fantasy. So if I'm anyone, you know, playing a DFS lineup, I would suggest to do the two tight end set because right now they are hot in the playoffs. All right, let's get on to one last thing. We're going to talk a little bit about some rankings going into 2023 to end the show and I brought out Nick's last or his little intro that he liked that we brought back from and I haven't played it in a while so here you go Nick. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. playing all the favorites tonight nick see that was just for you i was like i had to i like that nick i'm ready old, i'm ready <laughs> nick's old favorite intro all right let's talk about a couple guys that you know going into 2023 i did tell you guys to get a list but honestly no point in going through a list um you know because we don't know how this offseason is going to bring a lot of like changeover but let's just talk about a couple guys that we like going into nick give us your first one give me somebody you really like going into 2023
4: uh, I am now completely locked barrel and sold on uh Jalen Hurts. Uh, I did have no seriously, I had I had some uh reservations. Uh no. I had some reservations uh going going into the season uh due to the fact that was was he the guy. Uh but uh, he he he's got this huge chip on his shoulder. He's he's got that I don't know if you've ever seen it, he's got that Jordan-esque thing where mm-hmm. Uh, when you watch the last dance, Jordan would make up stuff that his opponents would say to him just to give him a little extra push. Well, now Jalen Hurts is actually – he's kind of doing that. He's saying – he's hes embracing all the negativity, saying that you know people are still doubting him. And he's just going out and he's just proving everybody wrong, even if they're not saying it. And he's having a fantastic se- season. And now he's coming up on his third year. He And he's going to bankroll this season into a big contract coming up. Uh, he's going to be there for an awfully long time. He is the future of the Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, I am sold on on him, and if I have the opportunity to, to get him, I might even go up and get him in the first round next year.
1: Nick is literally like Sirianni right now, like compare making the Jordan comparisons. you got to love it. One thing I am going to say, though, Nick, is that uh, I said this in the summer, homie. I told you back then that Jalen Hurts is going to be in a man with me, just Jason because Adams. you say it doesn't no, mean it's is, true, Jason. Well, I had to believe it for row, myself. This is two years in a row that I've with the pe- person I've called out has been great. So that's all I'm just going to say. When I get, when I get one, I'll get one, right? I get one. whatever. I'll, just get one <laughs> I'll say for get 52 weeks, I'll get one I'll of them. Say, right. I'll take <laughs> one in the summer. I'll always get at least one. So make sure when you listen to the summer guys, just pick up one of the guys I see. let <laughs> what say you, man? Give me give me somebody you like.
2: Uh, I, I, I'm going to do the Homer pick too. I'm going to go with Brees Hall. Um, you know, seven games in, he was on a tear. He's going touchdown after touchdown the last four games. Gets hurt at Denver, so uh, they say he's ahead of schedule. He'll be there for training cap, and I want to see what he can do with a decent quarterback behind him, new offensive coordinator, and they're going to be all about the running game. I can't wait to see what Brees Hall is
1: about next season. Jordan, who are you excited about for 2023?
6: <clears throat> so. Uh, Jester, you, you, you love Brees Hall as do I, man. I was all over him this year. That injury sucked as touted as that guy was. And as big as he was coming into this season, B. John Robinson is that dude. And then some more B. John Robinson is the rookie running back to own next year. I don't give a damn where he ends up. Any of the 32 teams lock that guy in your first round. He could do it all. He's the best running back prospects in St. Juan
1: yeah, the Fantasy Sports Corporation will have a dynasty show that will definitely be being brought up um, during this off season. Is you know, uh, you know, where do you, how do you get yourself in a position to draft um, draft Robinson this year? Because I'm even the top. I looked already at the guy who has a top pick. I already was like, look, I got a top pick. It was his pick he sent to me last year, but I got an extra number one pick this year. I got an extra number one pick next year. Like, let's talk. Like, let me move myself up. And draft this guy. So, yeah, totally feeling you there. Nick Chubb is my guy I'm excited about next year. Possibility of Kareem Hunt being gone. We got Deshaun now kind of settled in for a whole other season. I like to see Nick Chubb all by himself in this offense. Going to get a lot of dump-off passes from Deshaun because, again, he's going to be the only guy. Not to say, again, long offseason. May bring some other guy in to spell Nick Chubb, but it's not going to be that Kareem Hunt type split that we've seen in the past. So I like Nick Chubb a lot going in to next season nick give me one other guy
4: uh i am gonna go with uh austin eckler on this one uh i know he's gonna be on the wrong side of 25 going into the next season uh, i think he's actually gonna be 28 but however uh this past season he had 915 yards rec- uh rushing he had 722 yards receiving and he's had. Let me see. Give my math. He's had 18 t- total touchdowns, and uh, I think he's just going to roll that into next season. And this was after a season in offseason where he said, "I want less touches." Well, hell, <laughs> if we give him a little bit less touches, he might go <laughs> over a thousand in in both categories. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Austin Eckler. If you got if you got Hurts and you got Eckler in on your lineup, uh, you're pretty much set as as far as points goes. So uh I'm going to target Austin Eckler.
1: Yeah, that would be a nasty team for this year for sure. Uh Fred, give me one other guy you like for next year. I'm
2: thinking about Russell Wilson. I want to see what Russell Wilson is really about, what happens without Nathaniel Hackett being his head coach. Once Hackett got fired uh, after the Rams debacle – uh, he came back and had two two decent completion percentages, a, a ratings of 80 uh, um, something and 116. So I mean, I I don't think he was as bad as we see seen him this year. But you know, I would give him one more shot.
1: It's interesting you brought that up when that coach is headed to your team. Uh, yeah. Let's go to stay <laughs> he the head coach. <laughs> give me the guy you like going to 2023.
6: First of all, I really got to get into league with Flanders and, and and Jester. That has to happen. But uh, man, this we made season, a spot open. <laughs> this season, Christian Kirk set career highs across the board. Zay Jones career highs across the board. Evan Ingram career highs across the board. Give me every share of Calvin Ridley. I could get my hands on the last dude. The last time this guy played meaningful football, he was a top five overall wide receiver. He has that guy in Trevor Lawrence who's ready to erupt. And he's going to be the primary beneficiary of that. Give me all the Calvin Ridley all day.
4: Like Wasn't that in the- LSU he played the last meaningful football No, it
6: was with the Atlanta Falcons when he finished as a top five uh, wide receiver. Similar to what your boy A.J. Brown did this year, actually.
1: Actually, that's correct. And like the Usos in the bloodline, I'm going to tag in on that action. And I like Trevor Lawrence going into next year, talking about Zay Jones, talking about Calvin Ridley, talking about Christian Kirk, talking about Travis Etienne leading the NFL in playoff rush yards this year. I'm excited for what this Jacksonville offense is going to bring. So you got to be excited about Trevor Lawrence's possibilities going into next season. Could be that one guy. Like Jalen Hurts was that guy I kept touting this year, and you were able to get him kind of fifth, sixth round. Nobody was really jumping for Jalen. Might be that guy you could sneak in a little bit later and be your league winner going into next year. So I like I'm really excited to see what Trevor Lawrence does. All right, we're going to head on out for the evening. It's again the end season two is over so i just want to say thank you to my co-host here first of all fred thank you so much nick thank you so much like i said earlier with justin was here a lot of prep a lot of stuff that we have to do in the background so again thank you guys so much for all your efforts i know i'm not the easiest person to work with when i start cracking my whip so i do appreciate you uh dealing with my ass and Jordan my friend thank you for all your contributions this year not only you know coming in towards the end of the year but the contributions with the judge what a great segment that was and I know that stuff takes time it's not easy you know you got to find the time especially when you got kids and get the time to take those so thank you very much for all your contributions um Jay the plug thank you friend for all yours Bandy thank you of course Mr. Mallard thank you my friend Dr. Miller talked to Brian Scott earlier Thank you guys so much. It's been a great season. Mikey Betts! See, see, Mikey, oh my God. Gee, I gotta forget Mikey Betts. Mikey Betts, thank you. Thank you, Fred, for not letting me forget that. We appreciate all of you guys and your contributions to us season two. Season three, like I said, it's going to be bigger, better. Uh, Nick brought it up earlier. Different graphics, different, not, a, not an hour-long champs or chumps intro. A lot of good stuff coming up. And like I said, after tonight, We are going to change the curtain a bit. And again, we're going now to be the Fantasy Sports Corporation. going to be a lot of great stuff and a lot of great shows coming up. Nick's so excited. He's bending over. All right, guys. We appreciate you guys. (laughs) Jackass. That's that's a perfect way to end season two, isn't it? Jackass. All right, guys. We appreciate (laughs) you. Keep it, keep it locked to us. We're gonna bring some fun stuff, of course, in the off season. Um, we're gonna have some other shows coming up too. So keep in touch. We'll see you guys soon. And for season two, we are out. How fuck you we're on a mission. We're on a,
0: miss, we're on a miss, guys. Guys. Right, We're on a mission, a mission, guys. <laughs> put on your life make up. put on your life on your life a We're on a mission, Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs>